Welcome to EK Conversation, a podcast that is designed for women. We are talking about all things from romance to finance. I mean, these discussions are all about real life. I'm Kizzy Bailey Martin, and joining me is my partner in crime, my BFF, Miss Ife Tail Smalls. Dr. Smalls coming soon is what we call her. What's going on, girl? What's going on? You came with the legal name today. Hey, hey, Yes, yes. Get it, get it, get it. I mean, people need to know. They need to know who you are, you know? One thing I can say about our names is that they're so unique. You ain't never, ever got to worry about meeting another Exactly, okay? I'm just saying. So, so we got a lot of good things to talk about. And what's so special about us kicking our podcast off today is because it's Mother's Day. Yay. You know? It's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there that are listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate our own. That's Claire and Cynthia. Them fools. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. But we love y'all. Um, let's talk about motherhood. 2020. You know, we <laughs> Started on that though, you know what? I did a, a fact just came to mind. What's up? Our lives mirror so much. We became mothers at the same time. That's what makes this year so. Like, yeah, I just thought about that. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. we became mothers months apart from each other. Yeah, about five, yeah. What, five months apart. Yeah, I'm here. I'm back. Okay, I'm here. Right. Bring it back. All right. So, what makes this particular Mother's Day um, so special for both of us is that we have two young black boys that are going to be graduating from high school. And I mean, how do you feel about that? Ife, I mean, oh, 18. They're both 18. Good looking boys, smart boys. Um, I don't know how I feel because I've been waiting on this day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been counting down. I'm like, at 40, we get our lives back. I'm <laughs> moving to downtown Dallas. Uh-huh. I'm ready for the countdown. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my, my baby's leaving. Um, my baby is leaving. But what yes. I can say is that I am proud of the men that they have become. Um, I am proud. They both work. Um, they both do well in school. Um, mm-hmm. They're very manable. They both are active in church. Um, everybody seems to like them. They're good looking like their mom. Um, Thank you. I, I think these last 18 years, not only did they grow up, so did we. You know, and without oh, yeah. them, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't be the women who we are because I think that was the I think there was a saving grace in our life. Not to say that we was just doing bad, but it was a wake up call like, okay, I'm an adult now. Quit partying, kicking it. I got another person that's depending on me. Let's Let me go, get let's get focus. Right, let's go, let's get it. You know. Yeah. Um, so I think that yeah, was what it was right. for me. You know, and then it was just like, okay, it's not just me anymore. I gotta get out here and get in these streets and go back to school and we're not go back to school, finish school. Cause remember I had to stay late cause I was sick with Chris. Finish school and get out here in this real world and make it happen. So, um, I, I'm thankful. I'm blessed. I am thankful. I am scared, um, to let my young black man go out in the world mm-hmm. today with everything else is going on, but with prayer and with God in the head of my life, I just can't. I can't also live, I can't live in that fear. You know, it's not. I cannot live in that fear. Absolutely. Um, But I'm excited. I'm ready to party. What about you? I am thoroughly excited. Now, mine is not going far. He's going to stay local. And and that does give me a sense of relief. Mm -hmm. Um, However, he will be on the dorm. He'll be on campus. He'll be in the dorm. So he'll still get that whole campus life. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the journey that he's about to take. Mm -hmm. And I, I only pray that everything that 
my I placed in him, my husband, his his family, grandparents um, have all done just really helps resonate and helps him get through these these challenges that he's gonna embark. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I can say about Caleb is that he is a he's a chameleon, mm-hmm. and that can be a really great attribute attribute to have because he'll be able to kind of he can fit in kind of wherever whatever the environment is i just hope he chooses the right environment to fit in yeah you know i'm just excited for chris because chris has decided that he's going to a hbcu so we don't know he may be okay so he may be out there with you or he may may be down the street from me who knows um we haven't he hasn't decided fully yet but what i do say about chris let me tell you something chris is a hustler Chris has been an entrepreneur since he's been like 13. Girl, the other day I came in here, he was twisting his homeboy dread. I said, you better make this money, boy, okay? <laughs> so I'm not worried on that front because, you know, he DJs, he produces, um, he does a whole bunch of stuff with music. Now he's doing hair, girl. You, I look up, my dryer is in there with him. Like, he's out there making that coin. Like, he... I really tried to instill in him being an entrepreneur and making your own money. Yes, you could be a corporate mm-hmm. dude, but you know, with my layoff, just really getting him to learn that they have control of my money. We need to have that side hustle. You know what I'm saying? Having our own, you know? So yeah, I'm absolutely. excited for that for him too. So I think it's a beautiful thing. I'm like, wow. Now next month or a couple months later, I might be on here crying. It'll be a different conversation. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's close and leaving. Okay. Yeah. Well, Let's actually talk about, if you can think about the course of this entire 18 years, right? Mm -hmm. What is one of the things that you wish you would have known then that you know now? Asking for help Mm. and accepting help. Mm. Um, I got so used to doing everything on my own. You have to realize I'm the only kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I'm um, I'm a single parent. Then I live out here in Texas with no family. So asking for help. That's and- your fault. I've been trying to get you to move here to Atlanta for years. The plan was to move to Dallas. I stuck to the plan. You Got ran it, off yeah. The plan oh, shifted a little bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> you ran off. So, but I mean, Atlanta's still open. But um, I think asking for help and utilizing my, I use, I use my village now. Yeah. Probably using yeah. them more at that time and not being afraid to be so vulnerable to say, hey, I need help. But I'm going to be honest with you, Kizzy. I'm not saying single parent is easy, but you and I took it in stride. I mean, I don't think that this hindered us in no shape, form, or fashion. When everybody else went on vacation, we went on vacation. We went on vacation. Um, on nice vacation. On okay, nice vacation. When it was time to buy houses, we bought houses. I, I don't think my About children... Two or three. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, my children haven't stopped me from doing anything um, mm-hmm. that I really wanted to do. I think for me, though, um, it humbled me. Um, it gave me um, a sense of confidence and the strength in myself that I probably didn't see before. And surely I matured, honey, because you know I was honey. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather, you know, Lil' Kim was my idol and I was ready to be somewhere with a bathing suit and a fur coat and somebody sugar baby <laughs> on the beach, honey. I had plans for them. I was trying yeah. to have an NFL players, baby. You was. You was on the NFL team and I was on me and sugar daddy. Me and you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But God saw fit. He said, let me give them some babies because they got they on the wrong. They're going down the wrong way. Yeah, let me go snatch my kids back. back. So the Lord 
the Lord, the kids actually saved our lives, friends. They actually did. And it's funny because both Caleb and Chris, they grew up with us because right. we did have them so early in our 20s that they have been there to see our successes, our failures. Um, what I learned, what I wish I would have known then that I know now is that it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. It is whatever you make it is. Your perfect is completely different from someone else's perfect. I'm as long still as working that child on that huh? I can be honest with you. I'm still working on that because, you know, I'm a perfectionist at heart. And that's a good thing and a whole bad thing. And that's a whole uh -huh. nother show. Um, and my perfectionist bad side works real good, honey. It just makes me be mean. But, you know, hey, we're working. But you know what? That's when your son, Chris, comes into play. And I've seen him pull your coattails and just say, hey, mom bring it back. It's all right. It's okay. And then you snap back into, okay, you're right. You're right, Chris. So they, they've actually, like you said, they've saved us because Caleb does that for me a lot. Um, when he sees that I I'll just go, go, go and trying to do everything for everyone else and making sure this is in place. And Caleb is the one that comes in, in the shadows, I call him, he just come out of nowhere. Mom, are you good? Are you okay? And you know, I go to zero to hundred real quick and Chris is like, mom, it's not that, it's not that serious. Like, you know what, you know what Caleb calls that? Really? He calls that Medea. He said, don't go Medea on it, mama. Don't, yeah. don't go Medea. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. It's good. It's good, mom. It's good. I'm like, you want me to handle this? Or then you want to handle this? And he's like, mom, it's not, it's not. I'm going handle it. Yeah. It's not good. Or he'd be like, why are you so mad? Like, oh, well, like just. You know what? After I go in my room, I'll be like, whatever, Chris. Then I go in my room, be like, you know what? You're right. Then I'll be like, you know what? I'll come back out and I'll be like, thank you. Are you right? Are you making me yeah. I think the beauty that's in the relationship that we have with our sons mm -hmm. is that they know when they can talk to Kizzy mm -hmm. or Ife or Aunt Ife and Aunt Kizzy mm -hmm. and when they can talk to Mama. Like they right. don't, they are, I love having that relationship because it makes it it's very transparent. It's very real. Um, they're not scared to come and talk to us about anything. I like how my son, he always comes in and he preferences with, I need to speak to Kizzy or can I just speak to mom? And it's, I mean, that's cool. I think that especially in this world nowadays, you need to have those conversations or be able to have those open conversations with your children because of everything that's going on. But I think you and I too are very transparent. Anyway. Um, doing our parenting styles when we weren't good we said we weren't good when we were mad we said we were mad when we said we didn't have it we didn't try to fake like hey we had it um when i remember we both bought houses we sat down and had family meetings and yeah. we're like hey this is what's going on we can either stay in these apartments and ball out or we can buy these houses and we're not going to be able to do some of the things we need to do for a little while we'll, we'll, we'll own something right and when we taught them the value of that um, and I think we had those conversations, which I think for me and both of my kids, because my, my daughter's older than your daughter, which we can get on them another time, but they tell me stuff in the back of my mind, I'm screaming. And then sometimes I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Why do y'all tell me these things? And then thank you for telling me. Now I know. Like, okay. You. It's like, thank you. I'm like, who tells their mom this? And then afterward, they'll say, well, you said you can, I could tell you anything. And I'm like, so right. <laughs> so, like oh, I try to make sure not to react. Because I want to keep that line of communication. Yeah, yeah. Open. Yeah. And some of the things that my kids, yeah. my son told me, people were like, oh my gosh, you talking to your son? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I mean, need to do it before somebody else do. Exactly. I don't want him going out there in the streets and getting it from Ray Ray and them, and it's completely wrong. Okay. So, exactly. and then bringing me back some responsibilities I didn't make. No, I'm not doing that. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what our relationship with our daughters as they are starting to grow up is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like when we have this conversation again, when they're getting ready to graduate, mm-hmm. or you know, is it going to be the same or different? Because you know, they're they're girls, so yeah. so our thinking has to change a little bit right. simply because of the fact that now we're like, oh, okay, so now we're got to we're trying to raise strong black women with a feminine touch, but yet still trying to make sure that they understand the power of their value it, it's going to sure be and to make sure that their needs are met yeah it's going to be really interesting to see um yeah, especially i'm going to go first so since i'm going first i'm going to be calling you but and you, you on know, deck i'm on deck I'm still on deck. you know what right now we're chill we're good like that's my boo like we talk um girl i still rub her feet you know so we still have that you know i don't know when high school comes you know what i'm saying and she comes into the fullness of who she is because my daughter's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think she understands the, has seen the fullness. Of her beauty. Of her beauty. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. right now she's yeah. still a little tomboyish. She's still like, eh, she ain't all the way. But I know it's kind. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But you know what? The fact that you and her have that foundation down and laying that, you're, you're, you're friends. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. I think it's important to be friends with your children, with the balance of them knowing you all, you mom first. Yeah, like I'm, I'm your friend, but I'm not really your friend. Yeah. What you need to start getting ready for is her touching your stuff. Like oh. we wear, we wear the same size shoe. We can wear the same size shirts and like jackets or something. Or not my lip gloss is missing, my brush is missing, my Bath and Body Works, my slippers. You know, she, I'm like, you stealing. Like, just today, she came in the room and she's like, I'm going to go get you. stealing. Yeah, just today, she came in the room and she said, oh, let me go get my water uh, uh my water cup. And she come back and guess whose cup is it? It's mine. Where my stuff at? She just, Uh-oh. we start giggling. You know, we start giggling about it. It's no big deal. Um, But it's a beautiful thing. And um, I just, mm-hmm. even, even though Caleb's just going down the street, friend, He's not coming home at night. So no, 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 he ain't coming home at night. My husband said he got to give him the key on graduation day. Mm. <laughs> I don't. He told him I don't want you to get too comfortable where you think. Oh, you, you hear that, Chris? I need my key back. No, he's the key. He said I'm gonna take. Here's the key. Now you always welcome to come back, but you gonna have to call first. <laughs> oh, all right. I ain't never thought of that one. You better come on in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to think that this safety net is going to be under your feet forever. You need to be out there and be ready to hustle on your own and get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are here to help you if you need it. So, I mean, transitioning to that, them leaving home and becoming the men that they're becoming, you know, recently, the Ahmad uh, Aber story. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been really silent on that topic friend because I need to be careful about what I say and how I say it because you know where's my friend and what have you done with her huh where's my friend and what have you done with her I'm a child I'm growing up Violet I'm growing up um because you know hello that's you 
Yeah, because, um, okay. because I don't believe in this. I think I would have been a Black Panther. I wouldn't have been um, a part of NAACP and, 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 and the Freedom I mean, I wouldn't have done that. I'm, I'm ready to ride. So I, I just. So what, what, what are your thoughts? What do you think? I have a visitor that came. I see. At this point in my life, friend, I am tired of us acting like we're shocked they've been doing this to us since they've stole us yep. they bought us they have raped us they have killed us they have beat us they have done everything they can do to us and then turn around and say they're afraid of us wait a minute you're killing us you're raping us and then you have the nerve to say you're scared of us what i'm tired of is black people trying to beg them to get them to understand they know they we, we know they do but if they admit to it then they can't do it anymore. You understand what I'm saying? So why are we, okay, I'm gonna use the example. Last night, everybody, all the black people, the culture, we were there for Erica Badu and, and Jill Scott, my, two yeah. of my favorite women in the world, okay? Yeah. See how we came together for that? Yeah. We need to come together for our business. Stop asking them for stuff. They're not giving it to us. It's been this way since we've been here and before we've been over here. Why are we, that's just like asking the slave master, master, let me go. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to let you go. It's, it's, it's benefiting me. Absolutely. So, um, at this point in time, I think that we need to come up with something for ourselves and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's a problem when black people want to have black pride and when black people want to fight for themselves and when we want to have rights, it's a problem. You know, it's, um, um, it's not fair or we just need to stop it. We need to get over it. But when they do it, it's pride. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, so at the end of the day, I feel like if we, if we right now pick up everything that we've been in and we've done for the world and we go over here, and they pick up everything they've done for the world and they go over there, who's going to survive? Uh, we are. Right. So I don't, I'm not like a black nationalist, but I don't have a, I have a problem with you being mad at them, those type people, because this is the thing. You don't want us, but then when we say we don't want to be around you, then we wrong. Yeah. You don't want us in the first place. So why can't I say I don't want to be around you? And I'm not saying that that's across the board for everybody, but what I'm saying is when it's time for me to be prideful about who I am and who the creator made me, then I'm wrong. Yeah. This has nothing yeah. to do anything. This young man was out jogging, okay? Um, even if he was burglarizing a house and we know he wasn't, he didn't have nothing in his hand. You nothing. He had nothing in his hand at all. He had nothing in his hand at all. Nothing. You're not the police. And we need to quit this citizen arrest foolishness across the now, nation. I'll be honest. I got to be honest with you and tell you, as a resident of Georgia myself, I did not. E I was not even aware that we had that kind of law. And what it did for me is it was one of those kind of like, ooh, I need to I need to like re-educate myself on what the laws are in Georgia so that I could also educate my son who's right. getting ready to go out there to college. And and you see, I have another one that's coming up. So one thing I do know is that this has been going on forever. It is just the fact that now things are being recorded because everyone has these video cameras accessible um, is why it's becoming mainstream. Well, you know what, Fred? I don't even want to say that, not to cut you off, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it from there. 
Baby, we can go back before we had cell phones because Megar Edwards is on the top of the, the newspaper. So we need to stop saying, oh, now because we have cell phones and, and the internet. No, the newspaper, this has been out here, boo. This is not new. This is to be front page news. So continue. Yeah, it it absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. We, we don't need to be acting so shocked or so surprised because it is now becoming mainstream. But what we have to do we have to make sure that we are at the polls no matter what election. You can't just show up for the presidential. We got to be there for the primaries. We got to be there for the governors. Mm -hmm. We got to be there for the sheriffs. We got to be there for the school boards, education offices, all of those things, all of those things. Mm -hmm. We cannot just sit by and, and not do anything or think that we can just have a rally here and a rally there. And that's going to make a difference. What's going to make a difference is us voicing our opinion. And you know who we should actually bring on and 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 just kind of get a legal perspective on this you should bring mike, on mike mike i thought just the mikey and i was about to say this too to go back to your voting thing i it felt so good to take my son voting for the first time last year you understand what i'm saying so something that needs to be passed on Chris turned 18 on november 6th so we got to go on his you know uh wow, to, yeah. do that together and that was just a, such a beautiful thing and to teach him the importance of it but at the end of the day Color or no color, you have no right to pick anybody's life. Who are you? Now, if you coming for me and I'm coming for you and I get you, okay, I understand that. But for you to think that you can come around and just take someone's life, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? And how cowardly of you? Yeah. How cowardly of you to hide behind to hide behind your guns. Because that's what it is. You're hiding behind your guns. You're trying to hide behind the Second Amendment. I don't care what nobody say about that. I do. But that's a whole nother thing. I know we can get into that with a whole nother thing. I'm trying to be mindful of our time. So I, I try not to really, I'm still going to hold my real thoughts on it so I can process it because it's a lot. Because another thing that makes me mad is that I don't care about no darn arrest. We've seen se several, several people have been arrested. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here in Dallas, what's the, oh gosh, I can't think real quick. This baby got arrested and she got five years. What is five years, Kizzy? No, let's get some real justice. So I don't think that we should be satisfied. Yeah, yeah, we got our arrest. Okay, now let's use our platform to make this stick. This needs to start sticking. Mm -hmm. So either at the end of the day, it's two things need to happen. Either this needs to start sticking or people will have to start fighting back. And I just don't know. I just... I'm going to let you have this because I'm And here at EK Conversations, we're not condoning that you fight. We're just condoning that you that you gather the information and you become more educated. Okay, so fight back does not mean physically fight. Okay, That is why you have to preference it. This is media. That's why you're here. And that's why I said I'm going to be quiet. Because <laughs> fight back means my get back in life was when we had my kid. Oh, okay. Texas is big enough for the both of us. So my fight back was to go back to school work up the ladder, buy my house. That was my get back. You understand what I mean? So fight doesn't always have to be a physical aspect, but I, I'll let you handle that conversation right now because I'm still trying to process the ignorance, the hate, the, I just, it's a lot for me. I understand. I understand. And that's why the action that I would like to take any of our listeners, that I would like our listeners to take is to get involved in their local community, to uh, volunteer at one of the voting polls, to go and speak 
to young, um, to some of our young men and women who are not registered to vote. Help get out there, help get the word out there because this election that's coming up is one of the most important elections. Y'all thought 2008 when Obama was coming in? This one is so much more important. I mean, it's going to set the tone. It, it is either going to really be the, the tide that turns all, everything that we have worked for around or it's going to propel us forward. So we have to make sure that we are represented. We just have to. And speaking of this thing called elections and politics, of course, we all know that we are in this coronavirus uh, state of mind. <laughs> How has the shelter in place been for you? Great. It's, it's been great? Great. I'm an only child. <laughs> I don't mind being alone. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I like being at home. I like my kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I miss going to happy hour. I do miss going to go get my sushi. I do miss- I'm ready to say. I'm ready, yeah, I'm ready to say. Like you're always at happy hour on a Friday, taking a picture of the drink that you're drinking or the shoes you're wearing. So I'm like, I don't get to see none of them pictures. Well, yeah, I mean, I take a picture of my shoes. Like, because you have to understand the hustle and bustle of my life. Yeah. Like, literally, when y'all see those pictures, I'm at home. <laughs> so literally, I go to work. I leave work. I need the woo side because I work in mental health. So I'm trying, to out. That, I'm trying to get that off of me because I'm dealing with people's problems all day. So then I'm transitioning. I stop the happy hour real quick. Give me a drink. Get me something to eat. And then, bam, I got to run off the football. Bam, I got to run off the volleyball. Bam, I got to come back home because I have homework. So by the time y'all see me, my hair is wrapped up. <laughs> and I'm at home doing homework later on that night. So it makes it seem like I've been out all night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I probably was out from 530 to 630, 530 to 7. Well, that's what we're going to do on the next one. We're going to do a head wrap one. We're just going to put our head wrap on. We're going to be real raw on this okay. thing here. Real, real raw. raw. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's the only part that I miss. But other than that, girl, no. I mean, because my life is slowed down now. I get to enjoy my kids. Like, literally, I was coming home. Running the house, going to go pee, change, put on some sweats and some tennis shoes. Did she say running the house, going to go pee? Yes, because I real. Like, only on EK conversation. That yes, because you know I am still real. an hour in traffic. Like you don't have to do that anymore. So I'm still an hour in traffic. So by the time I come home, it's like go run to the restroom, change real quick, put on some flats or put on some tennis shoes, some sweats, and run back outside because the kids are in the car. Because either I'm going to go pick up a kid, drop off a kid, gotta go to a parent meeting. Da, 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 da. And it feels, I'm just gonna be honest, girl, it feels good to sit down. Girl, volleyball season was about to start up, and I was like, shit. <laughs> it's been good for me too. I'll be honest. Um, it 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 slowed me down as well and was able to get some things done, some projects done around the house and personally, mm -hmm. um, on a personal note. So I was cool. I didn't lose no weight, I didn't gain any weight, I maintained, so I'm gonna take that as a victory. Uh I, yeah, I, I tried. I thought I got up every day. Thought I was like, oh, I can get a second workout in. Tefa didn't lose no weight. I just, just oh, wow. maintained like that. And I was like, God knows I got 10 pounds left to get this baby weight off. Jeez. Didn't oh. happen. But, but by, you know, by, by the grace of God, we didn't skip a beat. The bills is paid. Got a little extra money. Thank you, stimulus check. <laughs> Ready for the second one. Okay, um, stimulated. Are you stimulated over there? I stimulated on uh, Amazon. I 
tell you that. I was responsible. I paid the overage for my escrow. <laughs> and that's good. But what do I always say? Remember, my saying is if you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. ready. That's James Brown himself. So but, I'm always paying extra on my mortgage some way, somehow. So when I got that check, I said, you know what? Mm -hmm. I was about to buy up some stuff on Amazon. I, I, ordered. I did. Um, I, I didn't take the whole check, of course, but that's what I did. I was like, let me go ahead and pay this. And so I don't have to worry about this one time. So I don't have to do the get ready thing like you say. Um, but it's very responsible. This is making me honestly think about staying in Texas. Um, I've been starting. I was able to get some projects off. And we're, we're able to do this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick your podcast off. Yeah. Right. Um, and got some projects and just really had me thinking and doing some more self work. Girl, I've been out in the, you know me, girl, I've been out in the garden. I've been in here cooking, baking, juicing, just doing yeah. the things. And for those that are listening that know this woman, <laughs> please, baking, juicing in the garden. I did not hear nothing about no Hennessy or no Crohn. <laughs> no. I get him right with it's, that. It's vodka. It's vodka. No vodka. There it is. Sorry, no vodka. God dang. Yeah. So that's okay. That's, I had sangria almost every every Friday. I got a bottle of sangria waiting on me. Well, I had to stop. I was like, wait a minute. I might have a problem when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said alcohol sales are up. That's what the news lady said. I'm not going to even put my personal business out there, but that was one of the places that I went when they were talking about clothes and everything. I had a basket. Okay. Don't, don't, don't feel bad. My bar down in the basement is stalked. Okay. Stalked. Yes. Stalked. Okay, Dad, and I called sure. my stylist and said I need a wig immediately. I know. Speaking of, I need to get this okay. one together. Hold on. Being wearing these again, this stuff is hot, girl. <laughs> I mean, to everybody else, unfortunately, you know, we're even though we're not nurses and doctors, we still are essential workers. So you and I still had to go to work. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. You know, and we're currently still working, so it's like you know, hey, um, and raise kids. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. God has been just so good. Like you told me, God has His hand on me. He has His hand on you, and I just, I'm just blessed that we've been able to sustain, and do, still do the things, um, we normally do, and some extra things out of it. Mm -hmm. So I think if we, it's, it's, you know, we call it reframing, and it's just the way you look at it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Can look at it as, oh my gosh, or you can look at it as, hey, this is the opportunity to do X, Y, and Z. You know what? As I sit here and as we kind of get ready to wrap things up and um, I can't help but to think about all the, the, the ladies that we know um, that we went to school with at OU and all the great things that they're doing. And I'm really excited about bringing some other folks on to just tell us their story. And that's one of the great things about EK Conversations as we're going through, as you guys are coming along this journey with us, is that the stories is, is what makes you who you are it's your core and with, to share it and to hear other women through their struggles and their triumphs it really helps to bring us closer together not only as women women of color but like i'm just super excited about this whole platform so thank you girl for bringing me along for this journey oh my goodness friend we have been talking about it and um i'm excited because you and i have been pushing each other for years like to make this work and you know we when we went through we went through it was during a time we were like the first we were the pioneers in our group you know mm -hmm. we were the first ones to have babies we were the first ones to separate we were the first so there was no one but me and you but yeah. you and i i remember we decided that long time ago that we weren't gonna let other people go through this alone 
Mm-hmm. You know, not be and and it's not that the story; it's the truth in the story. Yeah. Um, I I get excited when I hear another woman say, "Girl, forget them kids." You know, I don't want to hear the story when it's like, "Oh my gosh, it was so lovely and everything was great, and I just left the world." Bullshit. No, there were days when I was like, "I'm gonna change my name to Keisha, and mm-hmm. I'm moving." And uh, mama, come I'm get not these, taking y'all with me. Yeah, mama, come get these kids, then I'm gonna change my whole life. <laughs> or why didn't somebody tell me? You know, um, so those are the things, and to see that that's normal, yeah, you know, I, I, I and I love to see how we survive and we've overcome, and to be the support system that we have been. I love you dearly, yeah. Um, I love you know, Eva, that's a good segue, though, as we end up and stuff. Can you, uh, I mean, this is your month. Tell us a little bit about Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, especially for women. Why is that important? Because, okay, so first of all, let me say this. We have to start letting the brain be a part of the body, okay? We want to take care of every other part of our body but our brain, okay? Mental health has something to do with the brain. But if the doctor tells you you have a heart problem or you have diabetes or you have hypothyroidism or you have high blood pressure, you're okay with it. Soon mm-hmm. as the issue with the brain that controls the rest of the body, gotcha. then we have a problem with it. So that's the, the first thing we have to do. The second thing is that we have to be open and honest because as women, if we don't, it manifests in so many different ways. Okay? Yeah. It's the way Especially thing. women of color. Yes. We have weight gain. And then here comes diabetes. Then here comes high blood pressure. Here comes high cholesterol. Yeah, high cholesterol. Our body starts breaking down. Weight gain, weight loss, hair loss. Um, so there's so many different things. So um, I try to say this, and people laugh at me, but in Shrek, when it says what out must, what it must come out, better, better out than in, that's what he says. Better out than in. It's better out than in. And we need to properly learn how to put these things out because we keep building and 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 building. building. We sweep things up under the rug. Sooner or later, there's going to be a hill up under the rug. So if you could tell us like one simple thing that we could easily implement in our lives, our daily lives, what would that be? Um, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. One, talk to friends. Talk to, find you a trusted friend, someone you can talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can get that out. So there's several things you can do. You can listen to music, you can journal, you can color, you can do art projects, exercise. I love going to go walk by the water. Oh, you like walking? Yeah. yeah. When my I friend did not like walking before, y'all. My friend did not like no walking. Girl, and to think that I was an athlete. So when y'all see the pictures on my, so when y'all see the pictures on my uh, Instagram, I really went to go walk to the lake and I took the picture. I just don't put the part that I'm walking outside and da-da-da-da-da. I really went and walked three miles and came back home because it just helps me get that anxiety out. And when you walk, when you do some form of exercise, it does a couple of things. It helps your brain and it also helps your body. Yeah. So you're killing, yeah. you're, 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 you're um, hitting, uh, you're killing two, what did it say, two birds with one stone? Yeah, two birds so, with one stone. Yeah, exercise. Um, plan things out. Get a planner. Um, but the most important thing, and I'm going to end on this note, because, you know, I can go on and on and on and talk about this. I always teach women this word. I have to learn this word. You, everybody. Um, and I no. tell everybody, yeah, it's the same in every language. Everybody understand it. It's a full sentence, <laughs> you know. Um, 
No. No. <laughs> no, and I think no. that's I think that's the most important one. If we learn how to say no, we'll be okay. And you, there's no no, period. See? There's nothing else. It's a full sentence. No. Well, there you have it. I mean, that's just, that's just it. No, I don't, that, there you go. That was my sentence. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. Um, you guys do something for yourself. We have a lot of friends that are single mothers um, that were married, that aren't married anymore, that have one, two, three, multiple kids. Um, there's a lot going on in the world. And as mothers, we take on a whole bunch of things. We put everyone else before us, like Ife said, and we have to take the time to say no and take the time to put ourselves first. For me, one of the things that I do, uh, and my friend here used to think I was crazy. She probably still do think I'm crazy for it, that I get up at about 5 a.m. every morning. <laughs> but I run. I run every morning on my treadmill. In, and uh, at 5 a.m. And if I don't get it, the, and then it's not going to happen. But I tell you this, it sets the tone for the rest of the day for me. But that works for me. Mm-hmm. So you just got to find what it is that works for, for you. you. And, yeah. and let's, make, let's put this caveat in here. I didn't think she was crazy because she got up at 5 o'clock in the morning and ran. I thought she was crazy because she would get up and call me. Yes. At 5 o'clock right. in the morning. She's like, good morning. And I'm like, no. Let's get it. No, because I'm the night owl. I'm the one that's up to two, three. I'm five. like, ah, oh, dang, that's right. You still sleep. I'll call you back in thirty minutes. <laughs> and by then I'm up. I'm like, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. What? Let's go. Let's go get this walk on. But I too was an athlete and stuff. But it, um, it really does help for me mentally. Sets and like I said, it sets the tone for the day. That's also the time when I usually do my, uh, my, my conversations with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I usually hear His voice at that time. You know, I find myself now at forty-one. Ugh! 41, yeah. Um, I crave it now. Like, even when I'm on vacation, mm-hmm. I still get up mm-hmm. and I still go for a run. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes a part of your routine. It's a part mm-hmm. of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that that's why it's that that's a craving there. And it's a good thing, you know? Um, I, I want to push us now to do something else that's outside of our box, something that we don't do. What? Um, like, here I have a group of friends and we have, like, a bucket list. We haven't done it in a while. But we just do, one of us just put something in the hat in this week and we all go. Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, have, we have been, we all went to go get waxed. Um, <laughs> we all went to go into the mystery place together when you, we went to the gun range. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get them to go uh, get acupuncture next. You know, just whatever one person thinks about. It's like, let's, they don't want to do that one. I want to go skydiving. I'm gonna oh, go skydiving. Sky so it's just a group of women, and it's not like you can, you know, because we have so many different things going on in life, kids. It's just that one weekend we get together and we connect, mm-hmm. you know. And um, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we close out, I think it's very important that we do that because we had one friend that was we had got so busy we hadn't done it for a couple months. We had a whole friend that was going through something, and um, we didn't we didn't recognize it until we saw her. And I said, you know what? No more. Every single month, we are going to touch each yeah, other. We have to. Because if, if I would have seen you, I would have known something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have had to walk alone in this, you know? But then that um, goes back so, to not asking, not asking for help. That goes right. Back. So it was just like, we were all shocked. Like, oh my gosh. 
no one knew. She's like, well, I didn't want to bother you. But had we had laid eyes on her, mm-hmm. we would have known. There so, yeah, it's those things like that. So, I mean, now that we wrap up, um, how was it for you? It was cool. It was cool. I'm good. I'm ready for the next one. How you feel? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Are we still live? Yeah, we're still live. We gotta close. Ah, we still live. We still live. We gotta close it out. Um, you yeah, know, close this out, Doctor Small. Oh wow. Um, so <laughs> this does it for our first EK Conversations podcast. Word. Tell us what you thought about it. Leave it in the comments. Um, and it would be nice that we can have that conversation. Tell if you don't like it, then don't listen again. <laughs> we'll see you guys next month <laughs> for another edition of EK Conversations. We hope you all well. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yes. Hope you guys have a nice afternoon. I'm about to get out, friends. It's beautiful outside. I hope you have a good day. And um, I'm about to get out too. Go in the backyard for a little bit and run my children around. Get them tired. <laughs> all right then. Next time. Right. Love you, girl.